since this happens every week, let's start off with a sound check and let's just ask everyone, how are our levels? Yeah. Let's go oh, one at a I time. We go. Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. One, two, check, three. check, check. You gotta talk into your microphone, you freaking schmoke. <laughs> what's, a, what's a schmoke? <laughs> Is that a Jewish word? No. <laughs> you fucking Mongolian. Mongolian. <laughs> That's okay, so what are we word. doing? Are we are we just gonna make it awkward and uncomfortable? I mean, I'm just wondering: is everyone at the same volume? Is somebody quieter? We're supposed to do this back. You realize that by asking that, you're gonna get people like, uh, wait, someone in here just said audio. I can't hear you. Can't hear you. People are just gonna fuck with us the whole show now. No, no, you're good. We're good. I was a little low because I was on the mic like the guy said. I'll blink. I'll blink twice if you're low. (sighs) All right. Did you see it? I blink. I put glasses on so nobody sees where I'm looking. Joe, uh, what do you say? Because I, I got glasses on, so people don't see my wonky eyeballs. <laughs> I was just gonna say, <laughs> three out of four guy, cool guys. I have to tell you guys, if you guys don't know this, Bill has the bluest eyes I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Blue, Hypnotize like the deepest. They're even bluer oceans. than my daughters, and my daughters both have blue eyes. But Bill's, mm-hmm. they just like they're like laser beams. They're so it's, blue. I'm basically like Cyclops, but blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Joe and really just so low? you guys know, I'm so used to seeing Bill in his glasses that when I do see personal photos of him, I'm like, who the hell is that? Who's that guy with the white eyes, man? Goodness. That's what you call smoldering, huh? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, uh, that's I from sent Jumanji a, too. <laughs> did you guys see I sent a picture, uh, a Photoshop picture of Bill smiling, like big smile. Oh, that's so creepy looking. I, I sent it to his grandma. It, it looks so real. <laughs> you sent that what one to his say? grandma? I sent that picture to his grandma. She's like, oh my God, is that Bill? He looks so young and happy. That was like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, but it's because you were smiling. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how you know it's a fake, man. It's a good fake, though. Oh, God. I love your grandma, Bill. It's a, it's a good awesome. deep fake. Until you like, look at the teeth, how white they are. I don't have, I don't have white teeth, man. They're all jagged and bumpy. Like, nah. You got hey, I want you to say hi to our number one fan first. Get this thing started. Let's not forget Mr. Randy Ravioli and his little buddy Luke. He's in chat, which is good to see him. Yeah, I think he's, he's watching today from his uh, the comfort of his own home on the big yeah. screen. Do I look weird with glasses? No. Calapia oh, says guys, I look weird. I really do like reading the stuff on your guys' screens that you guys are watching. So you guys can all keep your glasses on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill, you need to stop looking at that stuff during the show. That's inappropriate. That would be funny if Bill was watching stuff he shouldn't be watching. I know. What is that? Is that Midget Milk Mafia? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, 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 no, we're not going to go down that path. But I do have a picture to show you guys after this show. Does it have anything to do Why with Why is it after? Let's do it a screen It actually share. does. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Man, we are off to a rocky start, dude. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So should we should we tell everybody the big news? What is the what? big news today? Because I already forgot it. That someday we're gonna get our very own web page and sell some merch on there because the demand for these HVAC overtime hats has been outrageous this week. I've had a couple people, just random people off the streets, like in Walmart, and like, hey, I know you. You're from the HVAC overtime show. I'm like, yeah, I am. Why don't you get out of my way so I can get to the noodles over here? <laughs> like, where do I get one of those hats? I'm like fucking greeters. I'll ask Joe, and he's gonna say f off. So, yeah. Well, let me let me say this: that 
what most people don't know is for about a year now. I know how you're we've been it. working on this website. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, Joe was the one that said, no, 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 I got done. this. I got this. I'll get it done. I got this. And it's been a year. So yep. we are announcing it now to put pressure on Joe. So that way everybody <laughs> in the chat is going to start. They do. They gotta put it on. See, me, we, right? the whole, here's the thing. We really let things slide, Joe, you know, but when, we, yeah. when, when it comes down to like the Facebook banner, boy, we hear about that shit every single day. <laughs> that's, that's right. Like, yeah, we, we, those letters moved over like one millimeter. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is, first of all. And two, like, that's going to take me a year to do. Oh, yeah. I let these guys have it sometimes, boys. I let yeah. them have it. Or like let me, I'm, let me say I'm one thing, though. Behind. Adam, how many times have you missed the show? Uh, twice. Bill, I how think, many times you missed the show? Yeah, like four times. I missed it like twenty. How many yeah. times you missed it, Joe? Zilch. There you go. Nada. Joe is Niente. see the. So uh, you should be all in on this. Joe's the boss now. Okay. He's the unofficial puppet master. Fuck around. It's all on you, Mr. CEO. Here's my language, Ted. <laughs> yeah, CEO. Hey, Herman. How are you? CEO so of the HVAC group. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. What's going on, man? How's the week been? Well, I think we're going to start you... off with your week because that thing was a pretty... No, wait, wait, wait. Before yeah. we start off on Chris's week, let's talk about his up-and-coming Chris weekend with his Chris family. <laughs> and happy Chris well, what are you they're doing going, today? Uh, they're this going week, I apple picking right here in my notes. Wait, wait, wait. Context. Okay, context. Last weekend was my anniversary. We didn't plan on having the weekend off because I was on call. This weekend is the, the first weekend in the last four weeks that I'm not on call officially. So we had planned this way ahead of time. This is going to be our anniversary celebration. And, and mind you, we decided to drive to the area. Um, Adam, you need to approve my screen share. Hold on just a sec. Every time we decided to drive share. to the area where we ordered this little guy. Okay. And we're going to go check out our puppy. How much did the dog cost? We're not going to talk about <laughs> he that. <doesn't> right <laughs> Oh, that's you know, cold. Really that's cold, that bro. That's hilarious. We're not going to talk about how much it costs. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's right away. But, but we're, going to, we're going to say hey to our puppy. We don't get to bring it home yet. And then after that, since we're in the area, it's a very famous area for apple orchards. Walmart. I'm taking my wife oh, and my kids, and we're going to go pick up apples and take some Christmas. How many apples do you guys actually get out of that gig? Maybe like two boxes of apples, and they probably last like two weeks. And we have to give them away because they'll start going I bad. Just, I don't understand the fun of gathering your own fruit. We live in the desert. Fruit doesn't grow on trees where we live. So we pay money to drive to a place to go pick like, fruit off of trees and then pay for the fruit. I'm I'm like 15 minutes away from one of the biggest apple farms in the entire universe. I swear to God. <laughs> I go down there and I drive by those apples and I just look at them in disgust. I'm like, I would never pick you. I would go to the <laughs> store and buy you maybe. Bill is like living on the islands. I mean, sorry, yes. Chris is like living on the islands. You know, the fruits are so expensive. Yeah. You know, it's funny. But anyways. Going to pick our own apples with the other uppity up folk. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Laska. Yeah. Yes, that is the new field piece puppy. Yes. Mascot. Yeah. Yep. That's right. It's cute Piper. I got, uh, I got a discount code for it. So what? you can check it out over at TrueTechTools.com. Can you <laughs> order that dog from TrueTechTools? Yes. Yes. TrueTech has everything we need. What's the uh, breed of that dog? That it, I know where you're going with that. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a silver bullet Labrador retriever. Never heard of it. Sounds cool though. Definitely sounds like a made up name. It's yeah. well, it's because it's a California hybrid. The cooler so, the name, the more you can charge. It's a it's a mix between a chocolate and a black this lab. So dog. it's a silver Dr. lab. Rhino dog style, Gandam whatever. 
Yeah, exactly. Give me a bunch of money for it. See, this is going where I didn't want it to go, you dumbasses. Purebred, purebred <laughs> hamsters. That's what I'm gonna start selling. I'm gonna change the topic. Didn't we have but notes that we were supposed to discuss? There's no week? notes when we have yeah. notes. Well, right here, if you on look, Monday, I the Apple topic. Yeah, he wanted to make fun of Chris for picking Apple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did get off that subject pretty fast. I think that was Chris's design and that little segue that he had about the dog. But like we were, it's all about staying. It's 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 about chilling with the family. So whatever you're doing, it's awesome. As long I, as I have two st- two things to say. One, that is pretty cool that Chris does get to leave, leave live like the Hallmark lifestyle, and us <laughs> real people, we don't obviously because we're too angry. We're we're depressed all the time when we're mostly you clearly we're not in the car with me when the drive-through guy got my order wrong and my kids were in there and I fucking called him a fucking asshole. Not. 45 minutes ago. So I'm not the nicest guy in the world. Did you throw your drink back through the window at him? I thought about it, dude, because I ordered a double chicken breast meal and he gave me a chicken breast and a wing and it pissed me off. Even Karen's get mad sometimes, Chris, and you're pretty close to like a male Karen. (laughs) You know, the apple picking and the throwing your drink at the fast food guy. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me, he says. Don't make fun of me. It's not, we don't do that here, okay? Everybody gets a trophy. That's true. That's true. We don't want to hurt the Californians' feelings. No, you don't. But no. It's in his contract. I am kind of jealous. Jealous. I'm kind hey, of was jealous. it 108 degrees at your house today? No. True, yeah, because it was 108 at mine, so be jealous of that. It's 55 degrees at my house today. Hallmark oh. headquarters is in Kansas That's City. Nice. Thanks, Herman. It was real <laughs> nice. Anyways, so what's up this week, boys? What going on? What happened? There's something we talked about on Monday, and you're like, "Why don't we talk about this on Friday?" I'm like, "It's freaking um, Monday. We'll never." Talking about it. well, Monday right. we didn't have a work because we, yeah, we were celebrating have... Labor Day, yeah, and then were you thinking Tuesday, a Tuesday yeah. when Bill was talking about his line set that goes up 72 oh, maybe, stories? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Now well, this this subject, if you guys want to get into this, I am curious to hear what you guys think as well as the audience. Because let's go for it. I have some vague ideas. Me and Joe discussed it somewhat at length. I don't know if Chris was in the conversation, but it'll be a good one. So it's a basic residential style system, like a little three ton, we'll say, right? Do you get more information though now? Do you have more information or no? Like what? How There's a couple things that were up in the air. Well, I like, have, kind of I have system, some, I have some information. Can we wait? Hold on a second. We didn't Can go to broadcast school. Start telling no. the damn story before we nail them with okay, questions. Okay, sorry, sorry. Damn That's it. true. That's true. I just wanted to clarify that we were contact. Nobody even knows what he's talking about, and you're asking him questions and quizzing him on shit that happened. He hasn't even told the story. Yeah, no wonder we can't get Brian Orr to come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) He'll come on the show any day. But go ahead. Not after stuff like this. He's a professional. (laughs) You know. So we have this the split system, little three ton split system, and it's in a commercial application downtown big city not gonna say which city and uh air handler sits in the ceiling of the main floor on the first on the first floor of course and the uh, condenser is up on the roof about four stories up and the problem is it's it's cooling but not as well as it should be cooling right so i get there check everything over airflow is good you know filters clean all the other all the normal stuff you normally check for condenser coil is clean yada 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 and then uh, i gauge up to it and my that's an 80 degree ambient temperature day and um so i gauge up to it and my condensing temperature is about 140 145 degrees my evap temperature at the condenser mind you the evap temperature 
um, I think it was like 21 degrees, roughly. Saturated temps? Yeah, 21 degrees. And it's R22. It's an older system. And uh, originally, I had these same symptoms like uh, about a month ago. Same symptoms and uh, recovered the charge, pulled a piece of crap out of the orifice. It was kind of a, almost looked like a little shard of something but it had so, wait we talked about this a month ago right we did no oh okay yeah because i felt yeah. like i'm having freaking uh deja vu, deja vu right now Go yeah ahead, Bill. we did but my uh, buddy went there. this uh Sorry. the problem came back again where it uh was having cooling issues so i went back you know the other day gauged up to it same exact symptoms you know 145 condensing temperature 21 degree evaporator temperature and uh, superheat was really high. Subcooling was really high. I don't even remember what they were exactly, but they were high. They were a lot higher than normal. Because I told Chris, and he was like, holy crap, you know, you're, you're uh, I forget exactly what he said, but he said something with words and sentences. And <laughs> we moved on from there. But now Joe, it, he was talking about, uh, I think me and Joe were talking about the, um, the line set length. Because the lines that goes through the wall, and one of the things I was curious about is the um, P-trap situation. The systems had compressor change out once before that i know of because they left it up on the roof and um we're you know me and my me and my boss were looking at it and we're 99 percent sure there's no p-traps in the entire line set on the suction mm-hmm. side yeah i'm thinking like what is it 12 14 feet every 12 or 14 feet you should have a p-trap for a proper depends, oil return. yeah it depends on manufacturer but yeah give or take yeah and uh so the other thing we were talking about was um could the the weight and velocity of that refrigerant affect the system to the point where, you know, the condensing temperatures and the evap temperatures would be off. Like what, yes. what, like how much of an effect would that have on it? Like, let's say for one, the, uh, let's talk about the liquid line first. Cause that's the one I was kind of curious about the liquid side. So we have that liquid coming out of the condenser going straight down four stories. So you got gravity, you know, helping it's pulling it. It's, you know, it's, I don't know about helping. Up. I don't, I don't know that gravity is going to have an effect, but keep going. No, because it's in a sealed. I mean, it's going to have gravity, but I don't think that's that's going to be marginal. I would think if. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like how how I think much you'll would get gain, but it won't be effective. Your, your issue with it, when I say I don't think it's gravity, you have a pressure drop when you have right. a liquid line that's not sized correctly. When right. you have a pressure mm-hmm. drop, you're going to have restricted pressures, oil return issues. It's it's just going to affect the whole the way the whole system works. But what what side though? Would I was thinking about the gravity, even though marginal or not, whatever effect it was having on it, how to negate that effect. And I was wondering if I had a smaller line size, if that would cause, I mean, obviously that's going to restrict the, the liquid a little bit, but would that negate the pull of gravity on it? Let's, again, I, I'm going down a path. I mean, we're talking about the gravity thing, but if you have a TXV system, your liquid line doesn't just have some liquid in it. It's solid liquid. Yes. It's not going to keep dropping down as nothing below it hitting like like you're saying where gravity is going to affect it. It's it's just mm-hmm. liquid flowing through there. It's a solid column of liquid if it's charged right. But just like when liquids going up, let's you know let's say it's reversed. You have a condenser on the ground and an evaporator four stories up. That liquid's got to get pumped straight up, and that gravity is going to it's going to affect yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Guess. And, and that's why again, you have to it's a pressure drop. But it is pressure yeah. drop exactly, and you want to have it that right size because you gotta you can't have it too big especially your suction line or too small because you gotta get the that oil so what tonnage was this unit and uh this is the seven ton ton? oh three Three ton ton unit so and what What was was the line size yeah the liquid was like three eighths seven right uh, 
could be seven. I can't remember the suction. I side. think it was probably three quarter and they upgraded to seven eighths, but that's my opinion. That's well, my wouldn't wouldn't something. the seven eighths be worse off? Like yeah, that was for oil part. return? For oil return. I think it would well, be worse off unless you had P traps. You you need a couple things. Um, depending on the length. Okay, first off, you say this building is how tall? Four stories. Four stories. Wow. So it's four every story times twelve. You're yeah. you're forty-eight feet. If it was a straight run and it's not a straight run. Okay. So, and then with total equivalent length, right? The, the measurement of the inside of the pipes, uh, your line sets probably the equivalent of a hundred feet. Okay. Wow. So with, with depending on if it's not running, I mean, is it running across mm -hmm. the roof once yeah. it goes over on total um, equivalent length? Are they, because, well, the thing is too, are they using brazed like copper nineties, like fittings? Probably. Are they using sure, fittings? Do they bend fact. it? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Actually, if I had to guess, judging by the uh, insulation, like the way the line sits insulated at the top and all the parts that I can see, I kind of feel like it's, it's, it's definitely not hard piped. It looks like they just took a giant roll of soft copper and just yeah. rolled it straight down. But so yeah. with, with your, with your liquid line and your suction line, you're, you, you need to have equivalent equivalent length built into your line set length okay because mm -hmm. that's going to help you decide nice what your pressure drop is going to be and then you can figure out your line size based off your tonnage of refrigerant that's going to be moving through the system but you need to know the total equivalent length so you know uh, a 90 or an elbow might be four feet mm -hmm. in total equivalent length so you have the measured plus the equivalent and yeah that's where you can easily push 100 foot on a line set so you you would want like a larger line set for in some situations it big. depends yeah. if you're gonna yeah. velocity if, right? you, if you're gonna change the size of your pipe mid-run it changes everything and you also have to trap it correctly and reduce it in the right places too doesn't most so, manufacturers like, don't don't they Sorry, have data? Don't they have data sheets where it actually shows like do. the total equivalent length? But then they'll say like if you exceed this length or use a different line set size, you'll lose this percentage capacity. Right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. They do. Every manufacturer has it. I was just gonna yeah, say that you should. Manual. You should ask for that because they all have them. In 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 using drop for, per each. Uh, shameless sponsor plug on my side. If you go to Sporland's website, um, they have their virtual engineer. If you go into virtual engineer, you can play around for a few minutes and you can actually you'll start to realize, okay, I can size refrigeration lines in this app. It's all on, it's free too. You can size the line sizes, the solenoid valves, the TXVs and all that stuff and account for pressure drop. And, and then you use the charts from the manufacturer to say, you know, this is how, you know, what size pipe you need. Just want to but, bust in real quick. Michael Hausch spoke out about it. I wouldn't worry about going down. He says it's oil going coming up. up. That's going to yeah. be a problematic but yeah. if you have risers you wouldn't want to go smaller on the risers because that's where you have to move the velocity of the oil right yeah pick up the oil i mean i'd mm -hmm. be kind of sketched out a little bit if it's seven ace on a three ton uh, and that high of a you know what i mean i think that's kind of big isn't it oversized going it not, not that long eighths. i mean I, I don't honestly remember the line size going you know real quick stepping away from the conversation you'd be surprised and i was taught this way too majority of the people think out there think that Whatever line size is coming off the condensing unit, I know that is the line uh, size for the entire you gotta system. Look at the, you got to read the main. Absolutely yeah. not true. Right. So it is not uncommon to reduce or increase in different situations. It's multiple times in refrigeration. You're going to realize yeah. properly piped. Somebody, so, somebody in the chat thing, said RTFM. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And Bill, I, you know, I think more on the suction side, it's more. I'm going to say it's more critical because. Obviously, when you look at compression ratio, it's more critical. But talking about line size, 
Yeah, on your suction side, because uh, I th there's a huge capacity loss for every PSI like pressure drop well, you're losing. Yeah, it's time. equally as important on a liquid line too. Sure. Because you yeah. undersize a liquid line and you've just reduced the capacity yeah, of the, the delivered refrigerant. I think you, there's more forgiven still, like from a three eighths to. I guess, yeah, I guess so. But but what? No, it's. I mean, liquid lines. As long as you don't put a seven eighths inch liquid line on a. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Like right. Well, but at. even if you did, even if you went too big with the liquid line, all that you're doing is is wasting refrigerant because you're what just going to still fill the refrigerant. Here's something kind oh. of on the same. Didn't we talk about this with Brett Pretzel? I don't know about. I wasn't on that show. High subcooling going through a coil. That's a good point too. Actually, talking about subcooling, that's the other thing. If your line size, your liquid line, was I think I mentioned this when we were talking about, is too small, you could potentially get flash gas. And lose some subcooling in the liquid line. Now, how would you get flash gas in a line that's too small? Pressure loss. Pressure. Uh, um, pressure loss. But you would never pressure loss though in a line that's too small. You'd, you'd have higher pressure trying to force it through that tiny line. Yeah, uh, but it can only, well, first off, that that it can only force so far, right? Before it starts to become a problem. So there's a point at which it'll push it through, but then there's a point at which it's just going to stop almost the flow through it. But um, Anyway, sorry. Good. Plus, you don't have enough refrigerant in the system, right? If you don't have, if your line yeah. size, you know what I mean. Yeah, you'd be Going delivering too little, little, or you know, That's too right. small of an amount of liquid right. to the coil, and the coil would instantly evaporate it without yeah. absorbing heat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But I still say, like in that within that line set, though, that little tiny line set, it's not going to flash off till it gets to the end. Yeah. Now, but I think we're getting away from your problem, though. So what is what is the actual problem? So we talked about the issue you you think mm -hmm. is going on but what or no i'm sorry you didn't tell us did, you didn't yeah, tell it's, us it's, exactly. not, it's really not cooling like um okay so you're jonathan, losing cooling yeah jonathan hughes was asking the uh, supply and return temps and return temp normally is like 75 ish 76 like i'm not there all the time so i've only been there like twice so it's kind of hard to see uh you know a trend on these things and there's no smart logging anything on there but uh last time i was there i think the return was about 75 and my supply 69 68 mm. you know depending on which, which part of the the vent i measured it at so it's not real good it's it's so was starving the, the evap though is what i'm was the pressures different was everything different after you pulled the piece of garbage out of the the orifice or the tmc really. or whatever no. it's well he did it when, when i when the piece of garbage was removed i was no longer there at the moment Mm. And you think it's happened again? You're saying there could be. I think it's again. happened again, but we had a series of other conversations, and one of the things we were we were talking about was the line size, whether it's trapped. I would do that right away, regardless. And like, like I said too, what's that? Check your chart. Check the line size. Check your equivalent uh, length. I would check all that first to make sure because when you're saying capacity and you're talking about capacity issues, not working that right. I don't know. It's leading me towards. Suction like sizing of pipes. It could well, be well in in something I'd say too is in a situation right. like this, you know, when you do when when you open the system again, let's put sight glasses upstairs and downstairs. Let's put a suction dryer, you know, and then change the dryer. And then that'll give you more information. Even putting pressure taps downstairs. You know, a sight glass may not tell you everything, but you can put pressure taps to see how big, to actually measure your pressure drop to be able to go between both places. Yeah, so yeah that would be very beneficial. Be cool. Very beneficial. But, that's just like so I don't understand how. So maybe I'm not looking at, it, at this correctly, but how could the line size take my evaporator temperature and drop it, like basically knock it in half? 
there's a restriction, right? And That's what I loss. think. That's what I think yeah. the problem is, is the, uh, the restriction. And it's oil, probably. Yeah. That evaporator is probably full of oil from the yeah. original compressor replacement. Yeah, it's, it's probably oil, and it could even be more shards of whatever we pulled out before. So that's what I think my EVAP is starving. But you know, we were talking about it, and somebody had said, well, you know, it could be the line size affecting that EVAP. And I think it could be that, too. But I think it's, I think, Chris, you said this uh, combination of both, or maybe that's Joe. Well, what? let me ask you this, though, too. Uh, you said it's a piston system. So does it have mm -hmm. distribution tubes off that piston? Two. And are they frosting evenly? Nah, That's something to look at too. If you see those, because if something got into your piston, maybe it got through. You could have restriction. You could have oil logged. My side could be full oil. It could be oil logged. Yeah. Well, more than likely, it's going to be oil logged. I mean, we're assuming the compressor before failed. Is there a burnout dryer on it? There is now. Okay, but there wasn't when you guys first took it over. There wasn't high acid. No. I'm I'm trying to guess whether or not it was a burnout. The Northern previous like compressor replacement, and then that would likely be low oil. Um, but yeah. I was curious too, Joe. I, I asked him, he said it's a little high. I think he's superheat, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, superheat was a little high. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but it was more than like we'll say 20. I, I want to say like 40 something. Like it was, I'm, I'm curious to know if you could. This is an interesting one turn the system off, leave it off for about an hour, and if you looked at that evaporator with the thermal imaging camera, if you'd be able to see the, the, the oil logged in the evaporator, that'd be an interesting well, one. Well, when I recovered the charge and pulled that crap out the first time, I, um, hmm. I took that the suction line off and it blew backwards through the evap. And I mean, there was, there was I don't know, I had a rag over top of the, the, at the, the distributor there. There's a good amount of oil that came out. I mean, I, I kind of felt like there should be more, but I wonder if maybe it was stuck in some places in the EVAP, but obviously, you know. And remember something, though, too. You are dealing with R22, and mm -hmm. the oil travels with R22 yeah. quite a bit. Um, you 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 know, and, and you will see oil, but I still think that, yeah, you have an oil log EVAP. But what I, the point that I was trying to make, it's not uncommon to have a little bit of oil behind something when you open it up, you know, have a couple drops come out or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, Alaska said a good point too. Piston size when you change the piston or anything, maybe make sure it's the right size. Yeah, yeah. See, that was one of the things I was just making the assumption. I had been there for like I don't know twenty five years in the system, so I'm like, well, I'm just going to assume the piston's the right size because it's never like I, it's one of those situations where I also don't have like a ton of time to do stuff. It's usually an emergency call, and you kind of got to get in there, low NTEs to deal with, sort of thing. So I don't have a lot of time to spend looking at the uh, bigger picture, gathering things. Yeah, I know. I hear you. It's a good thing Chris didn't hear me say that. <laughs> uh, where'd he go? I bet he's off picking. I mean, wouldn't it be uh, wouldn't it be funny if you just had a, uh, you know, improperly sized piston? Yeah, or if my gauges just weren't calibrated and this whole thing has been. <laughs> oh just, my gosh, just a ruse. Like, if the oh, condensing, sorry, let me just read something in the chat. If the condensing unit is over 60 feet above the evaporator, we always use a trap, which is good idea. Yeah, in practice. I think it usually have a trap too. Usually, trunk lines is over in overhead systems are larger than risers. Blam, yes. googly eyes. Michael Hell says superheat uh, was high because suction pressure was really low, right? I think distributor mm -hmm. is clogged again, likely because it's logged with oil. Of course, just spit. Uh, and I, I did check for non condensables. By uh, shutting the compressor off, just kind of letting the uh, condensing fan go. But you just think you're, you're on the same. 
you're on the same lines as uh, Michael too. Like you want to check that uh, medium device, but it could be tricking you. Like Michael's saying, and maybe you're just logged. So. Yeah. Yeah. But so um, that's the next step, though. Glasses, nice, Chris. <laughs> can I bring? Can I change it? Change the subject real quick. Go no. ahead. That was good talk. Good talk, boys. Um, you all get gold stars for today. Friday. Even you guys in the audience. Yeah, you guys. Actually, are, Friday. No, Thursday. Ever. Today's Friday. So Thursday, uh, I got an emergency service call, um, coming when I was on my way home. So I don't know, three 30 in the afternoon, four o'clock got an emergency service call restaurant said all their equipment's down. I'm like, all all of their, it? yeah, all of it. They said air conditioning refrigeration exhaust. Oh, yeah. You're like, it's oh, broken. God. What's broken? Everything. Everything's yeah, broken. We get those, but this one was an emergency one. And then in their work order, they said they had two power. They, they said power glitches and I'm like, okay, great. What happened here? So uh, we were having lightning and thunder coming through. These are stupid, by the way. I can't do it. Like <laughs> I, I don't like them either, but I back. could like take a nap. That's one nice thing when you guys are. Yeah. So um, roll my eyes in most of what you guys say. But uh, so I get out to the uh, restaurant. Okay. We had lightning and thunderstorms going on and I get there and it's worse than I thought. Well, kind of worse. All their cooking appliances are down and all their exhaust fans are down. The refrigeration wasn't down, but they had said it was, but it wasn't. So their fryers, their grills, their ovens, all that stuff was off. And then their exhaust fans were off. And I'm looking around the restaurant and the manager, when I get there, he's like, Hey, I already called the electrician. He's coming too. And I'm like, okay. And he's on the phone with the electrician. And I said, let me talk to him real quick. And so I'm talking to the electrician and I, I just walked in the door. So I'm walking through, looking at everything, trying to see if he actually needs to come. And, uh, I'm looking for the problem. I have no power going to my control system for my exhaust fans and something somehow is interlinking to the cooking appliances too. And sometimes they do that in kitchens, they'll interlink, sure. well they should actually, that's a code that they should interlink that you can't turn on the cooking appliances without turning on the hood. So using all this, I start thinking, okay, how could they be interlocking this together? And I'm looking for, uh, they typically have a breaker that they can shunt um, and shut off when stuff like this happens. So I'm looking for trip breakers, nothing. Uh, and then I'm just kind of walking up onto the roof and I decide I'm gonna go look at my exhaust fans and my makeup air unit. And I realized, that in my main makeup air unit is a control transformer. Their entire control system, which is unusual too, is 24 volts. So the hood switch, like the little light switch on the hoods is 24 volts. Mm. All their motor starters are 24 wow. volts. And what had happened was a small 10 amp fuse for that transformer blew in my makeup air unit, shut down the entire kitchen. Wow. Nuts. All their appliances. And it's like for it, it blew my mind because I called the electrician to tell him and I'm like, hey, you're not going to need to come out. It was a blown fuse. I changed it, you know, and he's like, where's this fuse? And I'm telling him the whole control system comes from my makeup unit. And he's like, what? You know, we're going, I've never seen it before either. It kind of no. blew my mind. I, I worked at this restaurant like forever, but I, I just, I never had this issue before, but yeah, blew that Bowser's. 10 amp fuse. What blew it? I don't know. So hopefully it doesn't happen again, but I know kidding. <laughs> I wonder what did well maybe it just it, it could have been the lightning storm yeah. um you know it could have been the 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 glitch basically they said the power li the lights flickered for a second but then when i did get to the restaurant the power uh the stop lights were out in front of the restaurant yeah, so i know the power went out what's the voltage on that unit uh 208 preface pre pre yeah. yeah i've seen certain cooking equipment hooked up to like the exhaust fans like they're interlinked i guess and if the exhaust fan isn't working then that uh, you know whatever it is won't fire up and actually do anything. But, no, wait. Uh, say say that again. I've had How does it control? 
like fryers and stuff oh yeah, be yeah hooked up to exhaust like the fryer won't have power unless the exhaust is actually turned on is that hooked well, up through like a pressure switch or how does that work i'm not sure no it's it's usually in the hoods there's either um thermal switches sometimes um there's there's ways that they can do it where they interlink the equipment together so in my situation yeah. what happened was the transformer up on the roof the went switch. down to the hood switch and that's where the cooks turn it on then it sends the the control voltage back up well when it went back up all the power for all their cooking appliances are ran through 24 volt contactors yeah. that all use that same coil voltage and then it pulls in the exhaust fans too which makes more sense because a 10 amp fuse on a 24 volt circuit. That's a pretty big fuse, you know? And it's like, what are they doing with that? You know? And it's like, Oh, they're running it through seven contactors and then four motor starters, you know? So it's like, okay. And the actual running current on it when it was re replaced was only like three amps, but still that's a lot of work. If why they put a 10 amp fuse on that. That's so random. Yeah. But that one blew my mind. And I called the electrician. And even when I called the, the management for the restaurant, they're like, what? And I called the facilities oh. department. They're like, how, and I, yeah. I and I explained it, you know. Now, why why did you, uh, I guess, automatically go to the makeup air? Um, what I did was he was giving him the big pit, big picture. That's what he's yeah. doing. No, because it wasn't running, and I went to the exhaust fans, <laughs> and the exhaust fans didn't have power. So that's what I was. It was my last thing as I go to the makeup air. But I, I just walked by the exhaust fans, didn't feel anything. But then I opened up the makeup air because I knew that there was a contactor in the makeup air unit. So, and I was just kind of like, I'm going to open this up. And what about and just, the uh, RTUs? Were they running? Everything was running. So the, the, the work order they had said, you know, all their equipment. No, it was just the exhaust fans and the cooking equipment was down. So yeah, ACs are all running. Walk-ins are all still cold. Yeah, it was, it was a trip, but. Dave K, I've been answering you. Maybe you're not see, seeing mine. Yeah, that it was a trip, Chris. Yeah. The, what's more a trip is that other call too for me anyway seeing that whole thing fall down i don't know if you want to spoil it oh yeah i can't spoil two of my videos <laughs> i kind of spoiled one it. already because i'll, I'll be it. making a video I'll, on that uh, exhaust uh, issue so. i'll tell the story i'll tell the story, <laughs> tell, the story. <laughs> tell it go ahead tell it tell all it right guys so chris was working on this dishwasher spraying water everywhere like niagara it's falls like, in this back place huge. right hitting the cooks in the face while they're working huge it was water. awful huge. it was a catastrophe yeah. right so there was this big stainless steel exhaust duct that's come down Better on each side of the, at the, first of the, of the dishwasher, and the whole thing dropped, and it's shooting water out the sides. So he just stuck some pieces of 2 by 4 underneath it and uh, put a couple zip screws in and called it a day. That was She's it. She's a leaker. <laughs> Damn, bro. Why do I even make a video? I know, right? That's what we should do. We should like just edit Chris's videos after he releases them, and then just sum it up. <laughs> like we'll play Chris's intro, and then we'll like cut to us. Like, all right, all right, you don't need all this horse shit. No. Let's just get to the point. <laughs> Dishwasher leaks. He fixes it with a board. That's Everything's an easy one. good. Blam. Get out of here. You, you guys are pissing me off, so I gotta make this work. So keep talking for a minute. Okay, nice. We got him to uh, show it. We gotta talk about the Bosch story too. Yeah, you know, actually, we yeah. can kind of talk don't about get, that. Don't distract me. Let me let okay, me get yeah, on this yeah, one yeah. right now. So we got to wait. Let's, right, right. While we're waiting, you know what? We should do like a – I said we're going to do another hat giveaway for the guys that don't have the hats, obviously. What should we do, man? Just like the, the sixth per person that does say something or in chat or something. I have some. I have a few more hats to like, give away. I'll just give away one right now somehow, unless you guys have an idea. Mm. Or shit. I love or shit. Okay. <laughs> The mayor of Little Caesars. Hey, what's up, Big Clive? 
Hey, if you guys don't already know, Big Clive goes live tomorrow at 4 p.m. my time, which is Eastern Eastern time. Yeah. It's always a good show. You'll learn stuff. You'll laugh. You'll see things get caught on fire. And that place he he has in Glasgow, it's awesome. I just feel, you know what? I feel the home feeling when I'm watching him there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I I feel I feel what he's feeling because he does, he doesn't know. He I want to be there. I want to yeah, be there with him. Go ahead and bring it up, Adam. All right, all right, so, guys. So this is what I was talking about here. You see the pants on the top, the stainless the steel dishwasher. This is a commercial dishwasher right here. Okay, and these are the stainless steel pants. It's the duck transition. Okay, that's what we call those, the pants, and they're connected to these large pieces that actually come on the dishwasher. Okay. The stainless steel pants I provide, I have them made <clears throat> and put them on, but the dishwasher company gives them these pieces and they're connected to the dishwasher. So if you look at it, the entire assembly fell down six inches. So they called me and said, the dishwasher exhaust isn't working. And they had already called the dishwasher people and they said, no, it's not their problem. So then I go out there and I'm like, how the, what am I going to do here? The whole thing fell and that's all stainless. So it's heavy. Um, so I had another service technician with me and uh, with some creative two by four skills, we had multiple two by fours. We wedged up each side and then the two by fours held it in place, drilled holes in the side of the dishwasher are, right here. Are those food grade two by fours? Yes, they were food grade. They were filled with every chemical known to man to make them hypoallergenic. Gluten-free. So, were they free the, uh, They're in California, bro. Was they it were regular vegan. pine yeah, or treated wood? Green. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we wedged it all up, put it all back together. The top, um, the ductwork uh, stays loose. So we, but I mean, it, you guys will see it when it comes out on the video. No, so. they just got the cliff note version. I gave it to yeah, them. They They're did. good. Well, it's not, it's, it wasn't going to be a full video anyways. So. All right. You should yeah. add that to the video. Put that in your, uh, you know, the little tags on the video in the corner when the video starts. If you want HVC the quick overtime. version and then just cut to this clip. That's the new thing we're going to do from you now should, on. You should tell the guys what you do for the uh, drilling because that's what my question was. Like, how did you drill through that stainless steel? Uh, how many drill bits did you go through? He didn't I really didn't drill it. He, he just put a couple two-by-fours and called it a day. A little smack yeah, tape on there, the sides. Two-by-four. Liquid nails, man. Just some JB <laughs> weld on the top and it's good. <laughs> Send it, no, right? Um, so I deal with stainless steel a lot. Um, so if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or whoever, you can get uh, metal drill bits, right? Just make sure those drill bits are black oxide. Black yeah, oxide is the best thing for drilling through stainless steel. But go ahead. Go really, go, I was say, do you go really slow when you do it? Like I've, I've had to drill through a lot of stainless, and I find like if I just go really slow, I can get through it a lot better than if I just, you know, just crank the drill on all the way because it just heats up and like. So I can know. I can I finish the sentence that I was going to say? No. Yeah. So right at the the next point, I was going to say, but the really important thing is is you use those black oxide drill bits. And you put your drill driver on slow speed and you let that baby work. Slow and steady wins the race. Okay. It doesn't have to be a giant drill bit, just normal size drill bit, nice and slow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Slow and then and what you can do wins the race. Hold slow on, hold on. Wins the race. That's a good tip, Chris. Once Jessica Egan in chat. I love the hat. Been rocking it. That's awesome. Lady, uh, lady read it out loud. Lady, HVAC overtime? Me, yeah. Lady, what do you do? Me, fix air conditioners. Lady, get out of here. Me, true story. So get out of here. Who, who is this oh, lady? She got banned someplace for fixing air conditioners? Question, question. Can, can I finish my story? No. Oil is huge, yeah. 
Go ahead. No, I'm just messing yeah, around. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe was trying to segue out of that. Yeah. I know. Get out of here. That was no, like no, a very. It was like a very Joe. That was a on on point that segue, Joe. You're like, oh, hold on a second. There's a there's oh, a question in the chat or a comment in the so, chat. I'll give you guys a tip too. Talking about the drill bits, because when you're doing drilling through stainless or when you're using a hole saw, even drilling through concrete, but um is mm. well con yeah concrete too is when the bits overheat they obviously dole out faster right so you know when you're going metal to metal uh take a little bit of oil a couple drops of oil on your bit every once in a while you know and then work it through but if you're working with a hole saw what i find especially when drilling through metal is shove insulation in the hole saw right if you can get fiberglass insulation that's the best but any kind of insulation a bat insulation just without the paper and soak soak that insulation in oil i have a what's better the idea best way to drill a hole with a hole saw like through those partitions at the rest stop hmm. oh okay you always get stuck so in there. what about yeah. instead of fiberglass insulation chris you drill a sponge yeah, you soak a sponge would be sponge. fine too, and soak it with oil, and there then as it's drilling, it's slowly lubricating the bits. A sponge on them, Adam. That's why he said. Well, who's got fiberglass insulation? You carry that in your truck all the time. The bats, you know, you, in houses you see the bats yeah. insulation everywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. When you're in a stainless steel shop working with all that stuff, that's where I saw it. They have the insulation lying around, so they'll just shove it in their bits and then just go. Um, you guys ever try the trick with the hole saw too? What happens if you? underestimate the size of the hole saw that you need right and you drill a hole and it's too small mm, okay so you accidentally drill the hole it's too small now you got to drill a bigger hole but the problem is your hole saw has to use a pilot bit right well because you drilled the hole too small there's nothing to hold you in place you use the other hole saw as a pilot that's what you do so I most i'm gonna roll it most night, hole saws you can pull the the quick release back and you can screw the hole saw thing on super tight then put the other hole saw piece in the middle so that is now your pilot bit, and then you control the bit. They also sell a tool for that, and it's called an oops arbor, where you could take out the center bit and mm -hmm. use that uh, oops arbor in the center spotter bit portion and screw it right on so you don't have to screw up your arbor. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, Advanced Basher said, it's good. Uh, he says something good. What do you say? Oh, there's a wax. I think there's a wax additive that helps out for burning them. And Brian said, uh, I think something about Pam. What do you say, Brian? Pam. Butter Pam. flavor plan. Work, uh, Pam works great for stainless. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're working on like flavor, restaurant equipment, maybe use some uh, olive oil, right, Joe? Olive Jay oil. Jay Leroy <laughs> keeps a piece oil. of insulation between his underwear waistband. Hey, it probably helps with shaping, right? Yeah. And sweating. So he probably doesn't have to spray those chemical powder sprays on his nutsack every morning yeah. like I do. It's better than Gold Bond, I bet. Yeah, that stuff's all probably going to cause cancers and all kinds of things. A line underwear with pink insulation now. Yeah, for sure, mm -hmm. Hamilton. Um, but yeah, that Bosch unit. Let's talk about it. That's a good uh, little topic. There was another one. Oh, before we get on that. Sure. The service call I ran behind a maintenance man. That's what we were talking about. Ooh, mm -hmm. yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, funny. maintenance man, apartment complex. Um, Equals? Problems, usually, I guess, right? So, it wasn't cooling, and uh, the guy said... Just a split system? He, uh, yeah, just residential, small. It was probably 60,000 furnace, if that, two-ton-ish, two-ton-and-a-half, mm. something like that. Um, but he said the circuit board's bad. So, I go there, and... Uh, I'm ruining this cable. Um, I go there and 
the the blower motor is running. The blower motor was not starting, right? Um, that was the complaint. When I get there, the blower motor is running, but nothing's registered on the Ecobee thermostat, and nothing's running outside. She's like, yeah, when he he did something, and now nothing else is turning on besides the blower, and before the blower wasn't turning on. Okay. So I look at how he wired the board, and he's got the cool terminal on the, you know, the line uh, tap on the board. He's got all these wires switched on the circuit board. So I put it all back together. Board's bad. It's not outputting on cool, right? So temporarily, I moved it over to EAC because I didn't have the right board. I had to come back. When I come back several days later, she's like, it wasn't working that great even though the blower was working. I'm thinking, why? Why wasn't it working good? So I go down to check the charge, and holy God, <laughs> it was like uh, 40, 40, 45 degrees of subcooling. The saturation temperature on the suction side, R22 was like, 55 uh zero degrees of superheat so my, my guess what happened was what did he do he went there looked like he was low on charge he didn't walk inside first he didn't check the blower motor he didn't check his uh filter airflow and then he starts dumping yeah. charging he had 47 uh, pounds of refrigerant i think that's the number one mistake a lot of times what what are the odds that he even put r22 back in there too oh that's a good know. point yeah. i mean you know that was you know that was mo99 or something he was just dumping on top <laughs> or, of that. Four, or 404 who knows probably yeah, yeah. So. ouch did you end up pulling the whole chart or just that's uh what you do. no i just get it I, yeah i just uh, dialed it in dialed whatever. it in yeah. yeah yeah if it works where it, it works. had to be yeah but i thought you know it's uh that was a good, that's good point story. where did he get that refrigerant Oh, the, the maintenance man. man. They got accounts at all the major supply they houses. They do. They do. Guaranteed. Yeah, they, they don't they, have all those property management companies. They all get around that and they have accounts at every one of these big supply houses. And I'll be there and they're right like, hey, yeah, this is so and so. And what most of the supply houses do, not always, but what a lot of them do is they actually charge them a hell of a lot more when they know their property management companies. But but still, they still sell to them. You know, mm -hmm. true. It's still cheaper to buy all that crap themselves. Well, they think it's cheaper, but in the long run, it's not. Well, maintenance is getting refrigerant over here and then i got sure. i got uh reprimanded for the price i charged them yeah by the head head maintenance man guru yeah <laughs> really? i bet you the one that did yeah. all the work yeah yeah so he's like you don't give us any kind of break what the heck what do you mean break give you a yeah break? it says uh alaska says you need a 608 to buy it yeah but a six i mean i know the, they can have they one guy need, in that whole company. They only need one right. yeah, one person yeah. one at holder. the company to have a 608. That's right. Exactly. So. Yeah, here, thank God, it's a little bit more stringent. And plus, you're not allowed. So, You know, thank we God. were talking about that before the show. I really, I hate to say this, right? Everybody's going to think. But right. I hate to say that hear it. I think we need some more rules in our country, right? And I think we need to be a little bit more like Canada when it comes to the requirements to become an air conditioning and refrigeration technician. Yeah. You know, I would, mean, I think if we implemented like what most of what Joe tells us, we would have like maybe 37 technicians in the United States. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the gene pool would drop significantly, mm -hmm. but we definitely need it because there's, two, I, agree. I mean, even myself, when I, when I started in the trade, I should not have been on my own, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. I learned right. by fucking shit up for a long time. True. Exactly. And the, the funny thing is when you try to teach somebody something and they don't listen to you, you Not rules. You got to just say, you know, the reason why I know this because I screwed something up in the past. That's how I learned yeah. all these lessons. I'm not just telling like, what do you. What do you think this is, Canada? You think I so, learned it from a book? <laughs> and let me say one thing that I do is I use that, Adam, 
but then I tell them the story so they can laugh about it. And it hopes that it jogs their memory. Cause then I say, you know, this one time I did this and then they can kind of laugh about the way the story turned out. Right. And then I could say, okay, this is why you mm -hmm. need to do it. You know? you know how many VFDs I blew up? You know how many restaurants I burned down in my day? <laughs> Never burned down a restaurant. <laughs> now, Michael says, but look where you've gotten is all that bad. Let me answer this. He, you're right, Michael. And he could have done the same thing here for sure, but he didn't have to worry about these Joe Schmoles, we'll call them. Yeah, no pun intended. And blowing things up. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you know, like, with being hacked. But, but, I, here, but, but that is a good point, Housh. That is a good point. Yeah. You know? For but sure. Michael Howish, you know, he's he's a self-starter. He's a motivated guy. He's he's gonna do it no matter what rules are in and place. You know, yeah, he would he would excelled in Canada probably. You know, with all your rules and maple syrup yeah. drinking contests. A lot of guys else. in text in here. I I I just know like half for if not more eighty percent probably of our text in the chat would make it here. But at least they don't have to worry yeah. about those other guys. But we're talking about you know the the blow on the total poem stereotypical like maintenance guy. We'll say no offense to maintenance guys. I was a maintenance guy. I used to fuck shit up all the time. Yeah. But I learned a lot from doing it. Some of the guys don't learn from their mistakes. They just keep on making mistakes and doing dumb shit for the rest of their career. And um, they're allowed to. That is 100% true. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of people that have absolutely no interest in learning. Look at you UK. Know? Look at UK Chipmunk is saying that a DIY guy, like a, a homeowner, could go into the panel and do electrical. Yeah, that but they happened. have, uh, don't they have like, for all their boilers, don't they have like boiler engineers or heating engineers? You need to be like certain certification or whatever to touch boilers and they need month, like yearly inspections At for least. government code and all that. But electrical could be dangerous too, but if not, yeah, worse. True. But you have yeah, Clive really. over there uh, blowing up hot dogs and heating his bath water with a toaster. That guy's pretty funny. Crazy Russian hacker. Is that what you're talking about? Hacker? Oh, yeah. No. no Clive. Hey, to uh, segue real quick one of the other things we were talking about when we we're on the subject of canada which we discuss often on the show more mm -hmm. than you'd think is that uh, in canada they don't have 401ks and that kind of ties into a post that uh what's this guy's name here ray beasley put up on the hvac overtime group which if you're not okay. a member of the overtime group log into your facebook search for overtime group and join up we'll wait probably is that our in. new app that we made that you have to pay to be part of Soon it's it's on its way out. We're okay. um, we're going through some technical difficulties <laughs> yeah. at the moment and some programming Wait, well, issues. Well, Joe's going to figure it out though, right? So it should be any time now. It's going to be taken care of. Yeah, we have Future's some zeros next to the all. ones where the ones should be next to the zeros. <laughs> but Joe said he's got it handled, so everything's on Joe. Yeah. The rollout should be what mid November. So we'll so, uh, post Joe's email in the I chat see. if you guys want to so look for the the web page. Yeah. Mid October <laughs> app. Mid November. People wanted the hats. They're awesome hats. They are nice, yes. Joe. Thank you for that. So anyway, Ray Beasley had brought up a, a good point talking about 401ks and retirement for a lot of the guys in the field. And mm -hmm. I think it's something we should all talk about once in a great while at least because yeah. I'm surprised when I talk to people who have like no plan for retirement. They have nothing saved up, no idea, no 401ks, no, no like income producing assets that they plan on purchasing like rental homes or businesses or whatever it is. Nobody has anything going on. They're just like, ah, oh, just, yeah, whatever. It's work. But then in Canada, they don't have 401ks, which kind of surprised me. So, so first, you question. don't have Joe, you guys don't have, uh, your employer helping to fund your retirement at all. They don't do well, anything. We put into it and the government gives us CPP and old age. 
what is that? There. Oh, okay, yeah, Social Security. Social Security yeah. is probably like can it, no, can a pension plan. So how much right. is it? We have it's called Social Security okay. in the real country down here. Yeah. So what, is it, what does it, it end up? Security. What does it end up being per year around, Joe? Like, what do oh, you I get? Don't you know, you know, you know look, look, look at that, Rory McCoy. You get it like ninety grand a year. How much is Rory it? Rory McCoy, help me out here. He says RSSP. What the fuck is RSSP? That's all I know is that's funds. So uh, is it good? You, are you going to be like living in a box because the government's doing this, or what? You no, got but free healthcare. You out of money soon. Those people. All the baby boomers are going to steal the the pension away. That's that's what's happening down here yeah, with our social okay. security. By the time we draw yeah. social security, we exactly. won't get it. That's so, why I think having your own four hundred one k or something set up to take care of yourself is very very important. And also, on a side note, we don't like to talk much about politics in here, and I'm not going to, but. Nope. It would be nice if we could just opt out of paying for Social Security because I'm not going to be able to get much of it anyway. I would just okay, like to so take the money. Rory's answering the it. question that Joe can't answer, and he says his CPP is 600 per month. Hmm. How much is that oh. like American uh, no, it's, dollars? It's more. I, it, it, I guess it depends where you are because it's more here. I know it's more here. I, and it goes on what you put into as well. So like someone mentioned 404, whatever that 401k is like CPP. So it's whatever you put in because you guys put into it, right? Yeah. So the 401k for us, what it is, is our employers or us as employers um, take a tax. You know, we get to reduce our taxable income by giving so much money to an employee as a retirement. And then um, the employees will put in money too. And then that money that we give them is a match to their money. So it's like usually, oh. what is it? The maximum is it? You like? I think it's between three is to six percent or something like that. Yeah, right? something like that. So, so the employee puts in an amount. The employer matches an amount up to so three and a half percent, and then that employee has to keep that money. You know, depending on the type of retirement. So, four hundred one k, he has to keep that money. You know, in a retirement account, he can't draw from it until a certain age, but it has some tax benefits. You know, it's a way to 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 contribute oh, so that's a common way but that's not the only retirement plan we have here just detect says rrsp is the 401k hmm. oh okay gotcha i saw rsp you put in it's like uh it's like something probably like i used to have rrsps or mutual funds i thought it's like mm. one of those long-term investment kind of things that's uh, you can do that with 401k you can reinvest okay, you? In it. i have a uh i have a roth ira through acorns an app on my phone oh you buy acorns yeah, How much those my wife is or... too. You could put fifty five hundred per person per year in your retirement. In your Roth? I yeah. thought it was more than that. Uh, I think it's fifty five hundred, and then uh, I have a four hundred one k as well too. Am I allowed to have both? Because I do. I don't know. Yeah, you can. All you right. can. You, your tax guy should be able to figure it out. There's, there's I don't really ways tell him stuff it, until so. it's too late. Until the IRS is like at my house. That makes sense why we're always discussing why you and the IRS <laughs> agents are really good friends. Yeah. I always like ask permission later. Which can I do one this? time? One time I text Adam and then some dude answered and said, Yeah, no, this is the federal IRS, yeah, whatever. We've seized all of his we've assets. Seized his assets. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming here to take my computer right now. Do you know where Adam's at? <laughs> Hanging out with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing jam. all right, right? Yeah. But it's better. I guess so you're saying it's, it is beneficial to put something away because we never know, right? Yeah. Well, definitely. I, I mean, definitely, yeah. Okay, so when you think about what, what healthcare costs, because think about the concept of, well, in the real world down here in the United States, where we, have we pay for our own healthcare, okay? Mm-hmm. 
So we're going to continue to have to pay for that health care when we're retired and we're no longer getting an income, right? So you will hopefully you have money saved. And then at the same time, the health care is the one that's going to blow your mind when you realize how much it is to buy health care just for yourself mm-hmm. and not get a discount like a business. So um, and, and it's pretty ridiculous to think that's how much you need. So saving you know, just, you know, to live a decent life, you know, but if you want to do, I mean, you really got to work on that. You know, I would, I would recommend too to even, um, you know, not just new guys, but any guys that are even thinking about maybe making a switch to a different company, a different part of the industry. One of the things you should always take into consideration is obviously benefits by the retirement package. Cause I've noticed a lot of companies (laughs) they'll slide by with like, Hey, we offer a 401k like in a 1% match. And that's just, that's garbage. So really take that into consideration. If you have a company out there willing to do higher matches, I mean, that's that's going to pay dividends in the long run. And at yeah, at the absolute minimum, because, you know, the, the first start, if you can get a 401k plan set up, that's a great. Right. And obviously talk mm-hmm. to financial. None of us are financial people. No. We don't we're not qualified to give any advice. But, um, you know, you definitely want to try to match what your employers contributing because that's free money. What time is it? Time for you to get a watch. Yeah, I gotta remember that. I'm gonna. I need to record that section. I'm Why? gonna put Why? it on my keyboard. Where no, whenever. <laughs> so whenever something happens, I'm gonna play Chris's voice where he says, Happy. "We're not qualified to give any advice." Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, we're not. We're not qualified to give any. No, my wife and I just did a video today, like one of our HVACR life videos, and same thing. We're like, look, we're just telling you what works for us. You know what? <laughs> Real quick. You yeah. guys should do like some B-roll when you're picking apples and just like say like when we're not doing HVAC life, we're out picking we're apples picking. and like <laughs> put your arm around her and do all your super gay stuff. I'm gonna just pass. I feel I like you I guys can... are just like, does all the girls wear dresses and you guys are running with baskets yep. of apples and they're just they falling. Yeah, they got, head. Yeah. Little, little well, my wife, she likes the girls always get the little flower thingies in their hair, like for the pictures oh. and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you want to finish that thought there, Chris. If not, I'm going to say something that someone said in chat. Gonna... Well, apparently Joe wants me to stop talking. So go ahead, Joe. No, no, no. You were Super you were saying offensive. a thought until Adam. No, I'm good. I'm just messing around. I don't need to continue right. to babble. Brian was asking for any good online training books. Um, and I did want to tell you guys about this one. If you guys didn't know about it, um, it is called, I'm going to put it in chat. They're free books. And there's a lot of good free books. So I am going to, where is it here? Are you going to share copyrighted video book material links Probably. right now? It's a, it's a website and it gives, it's free books. And yeah, guys, point, cool nuts. does it start with Durka, Durka, Durka? And Not then Durka, it Durka. Goes, oh, there it is. Squiggly lines. And guys, again, if you're in chat, if you want to read, there's so many books there to read. So don't say you have it, nothing did, to do and you don't want to teach Did yourself, you get this right? link from the same guy who tells me that my PayPal account has been locked? Or the guy that emails me that says my YouTube password was changed. Can you please tell me your password? No, this is the guy asking for The funny thing is it's Bill that keeps asking me that. You think we can get a commission for passing out all these free books? No, we were actually going to get fired from from the the land. Who's going to fire us? (laughs) I don't know. But no. um, We're basically volunteering to do this. They have refrigeration (laughs) books in there. They have a couple boilers. Actually, I have another book. Wait, is this really like a link? Yeah. That you're going to download from a fucking website. It's not like. It's a link to a website. It's not a web. Okay. So it's a, a website that, that has the books that you can download from. Yeah, exactly. Are they free? Exactly, Chris. And they're free. This sounds shady, bro. They're free, mm-hmm. dude. 
This oh, sounds what the shady. Hell is not working. Does it say yeah, copyright? Copyright infringement. No, I'll get. With, with the professionalism and all of our sponsors, I kind of think we should not share this link right now, bro. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to write it down in the chat. I, I think you're going to lose sponsors for us, man. Yeah, all the sponsors that are knocking down our door. <laughs> yeah. <What'd you> say? <laughs> Who knows? Once we get our webpage built, we might have sponsors. I mean, you know, it's hard to direct sponsors to what, anything. What is, what is the one? Um, I can get that guy that has the swimming pool with a penis. I'm sure he'll send us all swimming pools for our yard. I mean, guys, go to that site. It's awesome. And uh, I'm not opposed to it. Where's it at, Joe? I wouldn't click. The I link. put it in chat again. And, Don't uh, click it. Go www. I guess. Oh, I ain't clicking that, bro. That is not a safe. I know it doesn't look safe, that, but you know that, when you have an apple, I'm safe. But no, no, dude, don't me. click the link, people. I'm having it. It's called electric. It's a, it's an electronic it. library. I'm, I'm using it. I use it. First it's thing awesome. that popped up. What is this? It looks like a. A man is riding a moose upside down. (laughs) You just got shafted. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a good sight to see. I think, what do they call that move? The log splitter? The log splitter. Yeah. Did you uh... be be wary if you click that link, guys? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That link looks sketchy, man. I ain't clicking that link. Brandon is saying he's on it. There's no virus. Do it. Kyle is saying do it. It works. Guys, it's an awesome link. I'm telling you, take advantage. Free books. You got the refrigeration. What's the Um, name of the website, dude? I don't know. Okay. Some mumble jumble, but it, it's good. Real. It's good. It is Durka Durka, isn't it? Is it? Squiggly it's a Durka lines. Durka, but it works. Durka Durka works. Yeah. Does it have like goat sounding theme music <laughs> in the background? <laughs> no, donkey, donkey. <laughs> yeah. <Yeehaw. laughs> Did you want to talk about that boss system this week or hey, What noise do donkeys Should make I go really Canada? quick through it? Should we go Wait, through it real quick, or should I next do week? Do they sell Ode to goat like the 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 fragrance spray on that one? hey yeah oh man um there's so many books there you could pick whatever you want to you know if you want to do refrigeration boiler stuff hydronics it's a one hydronic book there but guys if you guys want anything else email us i have other hydronic books are great actually i just got another one today i didn't even tell anybody about what is it uh pdf uh it's called hold on i'll get it for you right now it is called uh, yeah, if these Durka Durka guys can get a web page, mm. it's called well, Modern Hydronic, you know, and Atomic uh, it Habits. Like a good book. That's a good uh, book. Manual of I Modern hear. Hydronics, up to date, cool. Oh, they got the subtle art of not giving an F. I got that book. <laughs> so should we end the boys or what? I think it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I think it's about oh. time. So do I gotta press something or well, do yeah, something? Like what are we? Are you gonna like say goodbye? All right. First off, second you off. Know, all right, yeah. right here, guys. Hit the thumbs up button. Where is it on the screen? Right here. Yeah, yeah. So hey, wait, wait. We we never we never get to this part of the show because Joe always tries to avoid it. Life <laughs> advice with Joe. Remember? Yes. See, there we go. Michael, Modern Hydronic by John Seekengaller. Uh, it's a hydronic bible. Bam. There you go. What's your life advice for this week, Joe? Um, listen to anything or any book. That has Ziekenbeier as a last name. That's my life advice. Hmm. Do we end it or are we still on? No, we're staring.
That's a good. All right, we're back on. Do it, Joe. Do it right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, it, you moose fucker. You guys still here, moose fucker. This guy. All right, we're back on. Do it, Joe. Wait, 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 wait. Turn off your YouTube, rookie. Turn off your YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah come right, on, right. Joe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're <laughs> professionals at this. I heard that bang twice. But anyways, um, yeah, honestly, just like Chris does, he comes back because these these guys are amazing in here. True, very true. Oh, slow your roll, bro. Slow your roll. Kobe actually watching. <laughs> yeah, Jessica in the audience. Susie. You know what? Hamilton. Jesus Tilapia is watching again. Yeah, Duck Everybody. worker. John Deere. Hamilton. Jesus. Moses. Jesus. Jesus. No, worker showed up. Jesus and Moses. Clint, hey, thanks Seuss for that Tilapia. super chat. That was awesome. Susie, Jessica. But yeah, for the people that didn't win a hat, let's think of something, boys. We'll give away one hat today. Joe, no, no, yeah. no. What? You this got is... this, bro. Don't even say boys. We're nope. not doing this Don't for you. Okay. Don't. Don't. This, this is all on you. You're the one that wanted to come back. You're the okay. one that wanted to do this, so you're under pressure, bro. Think... Okay, no problem. I'll take no, the we'll have a steering contest when you... we're done. For Wait, you. let me just ask him one question. Did you guys hear the cat? Do you think they heard it? More than likely, they heard our entire conversation. That wow, they a good have. question. This is perfect for the show, too. Oh Did my you hear God. that, cat? That's perfect for the no, show? No, no. I, I got to look at it because I don't even know. I just want to make sure. Uh, what? No, that's a bad one. That guy. Let's try this one. Hold on. What is he doing? Hold is he writing on. questions down or answers? Nope. I don't know what he's doing. Bill, Adam. Oh, okay. I think we should all just get up and walk away and just leave Joe on here by himself. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's put him, in, put him on the big screen. Should I send the link to Yamo? What the heck is that? Amazing money. It's I see there's a maple money, leaf guys. on is it. A candy wrapper? Um, <laughs> wait, that doesn't look money? like the queen or wait, is that a really old Who queen? is this? He is that Winston Churchill? Dude, we can't see crap, bro. You're like a freaking guy trying to make his air conditioner. Back it up a little bit. Turning it down. Is that yeah, Donald Rums up, Rumsfeld? Dude, you're making me feel like I'm blind. There, yeah, there you go. go. Slow back. There. What is this? It's like ah. Wayne's World. Extreme close up. Ah! <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to get the vacuum cut, the sucking cut. I thought... <laughs> is that a 50 cent piece? Who is on the $50 bill? 50 cent. Nobody knows. You're trying to give it away to a Canadian person so you can save on shipping, you freaking cheap maple Are leaf. We, do, you, do you want me to go get a bunch of like old money and start showing it on the show? Because I got all kinds of old money. But you got to admit, guys, this is genius. But I got the patriotic that stuff that has like real but, men that actually nobody knows that. heads off yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like right there. They can Google you it. put this in the wash sure. and be safe. You could be safe. Yeah, that is a fancy looking bill. Way better yeah. than ours, I got to Almost tell you. actually, almost every other country uses bills like that. Um, and they don't disintegrate in water. So those are actually really cool. Joe, that's some big bucks you're walking around with. Oh, there, I know Captain. Who that is. Yeah. Let me see that picture again, Joe. Oh, somebody said it. Mackenzie King? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, the chroma key was yeah. making that go that? crazy, Adam. Brandon, Joe. I'm glad. Is it Brandon? When he put it? the money up there, the chroma yeah. key was making Hold it up the whole grab the money go Hold crazy. it up one more time. The chroma key. The yeah, Brandon. Ooh, well, weebla. Now keep doing that, and then when it shows up for Joe, the, the chroma key just like starts freaking out. So, Joe, do you carry your money in a money clip? Yes. That's on a wallet here. Of course yeah. it is. Who would not think that? I have a wallet. I know who would not think <laughs> that. Um, anyway, so let's see. Trudeau. No, not Trudeau. Let's see who said it first. I think I've seen it. So let's see who just said it. Who said it first. Brandon. Oh, that, was it him? Waylo. Awesome. Brandon. Waylo. 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 Waylo.
And tell me if you want a flex fit or snapback. Does he what are you giving 50? away? You didn't even say what you're giving away, Joe. Oh, it's a hat. Here, I thought you were giving away the $50 bill. Hey, Joe, when you started talking, you turned away, so we didn't hear what you said. Yeah, what are you giving away? The snapback hat or flex fit. It's up to you. Hmm. What color is that under the bill? I'm not showing it. <laughs> you guys, what the fuck, Joe? It's a normal. I know. I but they don't have black. It's what they have. These are from Liz. What are you fucking what, a Smurf? I know. It's all. It's all good. It's green. Oh, it's I, I kind of like the green one. I like it. Yeah, yeah not bad. No, nah, I'm thanks, giving them shit. Thanks for the emotional support. I mean, yeah. The ones we have, the ones we'll show on if our you guys want hats with black underbills, go to hvacrvideos.com. Yes, guys. If you want uh, Chris's hats, go to his website, support his channel. <laughs> he just oh, ordered yeah. a few. He said this time around, he just ordered a couple hundred guys just because. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just... <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I don't sell that many hats. Just because those kids die. in Venezuela don't have enough work. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What?